Hey, you guys, do you know that I have some hopes and dreams for you? Like if you're listening to this podcast, I already have hopes and dreams for you. I know that we haven't met, but if you are here, I'm pretty sure you are a flower person. And if you are a flower person, there are three things I really think you should know how to do. If you want to hear more, tune into today's episode starting now. Welcome to the Flower Lovers Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Stocky, a former flower shop owner, floral designer, experienced gardener, and flower teacher. And I'm really excited to help and inspire the average everyday flower lover to get really good at flowers. Whether you're a longtime flower person looking for inspiration or you're just beginning, this is a great place for you. With over 23 years of floral experience, I'll be here each week to teach, show, share, inspire, and motivate you to create florals for your home efficiently with confidence. Consider this your weekly dose of flower school. I'll help you create pieces you love with the right tools, resources, and step-by-step strategies. If you want to know which flowers to buy, when and where to buy them, how to use them for your next party or event, your next family dinner, or your next seasonal home decor switch, this is a place you can come to hear about all things flowers. Want to get good at flowers? Join me for flower class starting now on the Flower Lovers Podcast. Hey gang, welcome to episode four of the Flower Lovers Podcast. Today's episode is all about three flower things I want this flower community to know. It's the three flower things I believe will bring you guys so much joy as a flower lover. And I'm not sure why I'm calling them flower things, but um, they're flower things. They're they're things I just totally want you guys to know, especially if you, well, just love flowers or if you have a garden or if you want to get better at flowers. I've got some goals for you. Are you ready? Because this is a short episode. I'm just diving right in. So take note, there's no cheat sheet or checklist for today. Today, I'm just sharing some information about my hopes for you as a flower person that follows this podcast and the collective of all of you, which I will refer to in the future as a flower community. So here are three things I want you guys to know that'll change your flower life from really good to, holy smokes, I'm killing it over here. I mean, that's what I hope. I hope you guys get to a point where you're like, wow, I am, I am, This is so fun. I'm having the greatest time and I'm really good at this. So the first thing I want you guys to know, at a minimum, I want you to have one signature design that you can do easily over and over with flowers and greens and twigs and sticks and branches and berries, whatever you love, whatever is just the signature you. I want you to feel so confident about this signature design that you can do it quickly. And I want you to feel proud of it, whether it's really simple or complex. I want you to feel proud to give it as a gift for a birthday or a hostess gift or a neighbor gift or hospital drop off or school secretary. I mean, anything. I want you to be able to give this one thing over and over to whoever you need to give flowers to. Ideally, you have a little station set up with your pre-made tag, some cardettes, the vase that you want to use, the ribbons that you really like, your tools, and maybe a cute pre-made tag that you always use with your handwriting, or maybe your insignia is on it, or maybe a pattern is on it that you love. Some sort of like a card or a tag. And then 
I always want you to have in stock like a pick or they call it a pick or like a car debt that you can um, easily use to put your card or your tag in your floral arrangement. I kind of want you to have like this system like all ready to go set up at the ready. And I want for you to be able to create this signature design regardless of the season. What do you think? Like, how does this sound to you? This is one of my goals for you. And some of you are saying, oh, I already have this. If that's you, awesome. I bet that feels good. I have some homework for you guys, and I'll get to that in a minute. Some of you, though, you don't have your signature design yet, and you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe I could do this. Could I do this? You might be nodding and saying, yeah, okay, I'll do this. I want this. If that's you, awesome. Your simple homework is coming too. Now, some of you that are listening are are kind of beginners here, and you haven't decided yet if this is even the place for you, if this new flower community is for you or not. If that's you, I want you to remember that this place, this flower community is for everyone. All the flower lovers are invited to hop on this like flower train or flower bus or whatever whatever you want to call it. So if you're just beginning, please stay with me. I want the beginners and the advanced people right here all together. And I even want the extra advanced people here too, because the beginners learn from the advanced and the advanced learn from the extra advanced and we all benefit from each other. So for the beginners, if you're, if you're just hopping on this flower bus I've got running and this is new to you and you're still deciding, do I want to do more with flowers? If that's you, what I want for you is to figure out one signature design that you might like to do. Just one. Now, it's pretty easy because you always use the same vase. Maybe it's a ball jar. Maybe it's a low, round, roughly ivy bowl. Maybe it is a small rectangular vase that you put 10 flowers in. You use the same ribbon style, the same card, the same flowers over and over. It's easy. It's fun. You get really confident about doing it. Your homework is really easy. You beginner people, just think about it. Do you want to have your own signature design? Is that something that is important to you. Something you could do over and over and be the one who like shows up with these fresh flowers every time you go to so-and-so's house or you go to a party or you are invited somewhere and you want to bring a hostess gift or it's a holiday. Even if you don't want that, please keep listening because there are two other things I want all of you guys to know how to do that you might get excited about. So if you're not excited about having your own signature design, just, just stay with me for a couple more minutes. Now, okay, let me talk to the advanced people for a sec. I want for you guys to have a spring and summer design and a fall and winter design. Yep, that's the advanced people here. I hope for you guys that you will have two signature designs and you might have more, but at a minimum for you guys, I'm I'm hoping for two signature designs. Start thinking about what that might look like. In fact, some of you are already figuring this out in your brilliantly creative minds right now. Here's a little simple homework for you. If you haven't already figured this out, if you are advanced and already have one or maybe two of these go-to designs kind of in your back pocket, my quick coaching question to you is, what can you do to elevate your current signature design? Maybe it's a new ribbon or a different vase or colored glass or a different pot or a personalized tag. Or maybe you deliver your stuff a lot and you want to have a little better delivery method. Like what could you do to just elevate it one step? Or what can you do to make it easier to quickly create it? 
like one of my friends wants to get a case of her favorite vases that she knows are so easy to design in. She can always get flowers for them and they always turn out great. Or maybe you want more ribbon options. Maybe you want a sharper ribbon scissor. I always think who does not? Every florist will tell you they always want a sharper ribbon scissor because it's likely someone used the ribbon scissor to cut wire, which completely wrecks a ribbon scissor. So never cut wire with your ribbon scissor. Okay, so just a little homework assigned here at the beginning of the episode for both beginners and advanced. Awesome. Here's a behind the scenes floral tip. You guys don't have to tell anyone that you have a signature design. It can be our little secret, just you and me. You just show up with it over and over at a holiday party, a birthday, a hostess gift, that's all. Just put a little thought into it, get your space ready to easily create it on a moment's notice and just start getting those flowers out there. The more flowers out there, the better. I hope I don't say that too often. But the more flowers out there, the better. Remember, people are happier around flowers. So let's get, let's get more happy by getting more flowers out there. All right, the number two thing I want you guys to have or be able to do. And this might be a little pushy, but I want all of you guys to know how to create a European hand-tied bouquet. Like if everyone in the world knew how to do this, the world would be beautiful. Like people, anyway, that's probably a whole long story. This is the bouquet style that I built an entire floral business on. I can remember where I learned it, who taught me, and the place I was standing in the room when I decided that what that this specific design style was what my flower shop would be all about. You can learn how to create the most gorgeous bouquets by using this design technique. If everyone knew this style, there would just be so much more gorgeousness in the world. I'm all for beauty and more flowers. You can make small European hand-tied bouquets for like a tiny ball jar. You can make large ones to do all sorts of things with. You can put them in colored vases or clear vases. You can put them in containers. You can put them in tins. You can turn them into bridal bouquets or table centerpieces. This design skill is a skill for a lifetime. This particular skill is taught as one of the four core learnings in my online flower school. It is truly a life-changing skill. If you said, Anch, I want to just learn one thing. Just what's one thing I, I could use for my whole life? What should I learn? I love flowers. I want to get better at them. What, what do you want me to learn? I would say without hesitation, a hand-tied bouquet. Life-changing skill for flower lovers. It's like that saying, give a man a fish, feed him for the day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. This, this is the teach a man to fish situation. Except I'm betting there are more women here than men. So maybe teach a woman to fish. The bottom line is you'll be an expert at fish and eat for a lifetime if you learn this skill. European hand-tied bouquets. I think it's foundational to, to a very flowery life. So that's number two. I want you guys to know how to make European hand-tied bouquets. Number three. I want you to know, and we haven't talked about this very much. I want you to know how to design a really good tray. When I talk about trays, I'm referring literally to a tray that you might use to fill with something. They have lots of trays that say like Hobby Lobby. They usually have a couple of them at Pottery Barn, one or two at West Elm, some at Michael's, some at Target, probably some at your favorite floral shop, uh, and maybe even some at your favorite home decor or gift shop. The largest selection that I have found is at Hobby Lobby. 
There are mirrored trays and rustic trays and colored trays, trays for holidays, trays for spring and fall, trays that look great with summer colors and trays that maybe do better with neutrals. Trays come in all shapes. I see lots of rectangular trays. There are circle trays and there are square trays. Some have taller sides and are almost like a shallow crate. Some are metal, some are glass, some are wood, some are wood and metal. There's, there's all kinds. They work well in every kind of home that you could imagine. And what I really want for you is for you to learn how to do them well. It's one of the best and easiest forms of interior decorating. That's, that's in my opinion, because it's fast. It can, it can be switched out easily and quickly. It can incorporate fresh flowers. It can incorporate dried flowers or fresh plants, even silks. I, I just love them because they can be changed so easily from season to season without much cost or thought. They are long lasting. They keep multiple things that look good together organized and they help create a focal point. They hold on to fresh and dried at the same time. And if you have a long rectangular tray, for instance, you can easily create a long line on a rectangular table or in a corner of your kitchen that needs some fresh energy, you can put a tray there. Or you could put a tray in the bathroom. I mean, I could really go on, go on about trays here, clearly. But before I do, let's have you start thinking. A, do you have a tray already at your home or your office that you like? B, does it look good with your current home decor and color palette? C, how is it being used right now? And how do you like it? D, do you want to learn more about how to use trays as home decor throughout each season? If so, stay tuned. One of the upcoming podcast episodes is what kinds of things work best for tray design. Here's a hint. Usually one of them is either a tall, skinny, upright container or vase with sticks or grass that goes mostly straight up or a tiny vase with dryables, flowers that you arrange in a vase while fresh, that will dry in place. It's a perfect example of something you can gather for your tray design. And you guessed it, one of the classes inside Flower School is a deep dive on trays. So, oh, did you say you wanted some tray homework? Is that what you just said? Were you wondering? I bet she's going to give us some tray homework. I am. I'm giving it to you. So, here's the plan. Go find a tray that looks great on your dining room table. It doesn't always have to sit on your dining room table, but get one that can go there because there's so many options when you get really good at your dining room table trays. Or you could find a tray that fits on maybe a stack of books on your living room ottoman or coffee table. That's step one, you guys, find a tray. I gently suggest taking a picture of your dining room chairs, your dining room table, your fabrics, your wall color, and bringing it to the store with you. Or take a picture of wherever you want the tray to go. Bring the images and use them as you find a tray or two. You can bring a couple trays home and bring one or two back so that you can try them out. My other hint for trays is to get a tray that is the same shape as your dining room table, if that's where it will go. Or a square, if it goes on a square ottoman. 
at least start with that plan. You can go crazy later and do all different kinds of shapes, but for now, that's a simple hint for the first time tray buyer. Okay, you guys, that's it. I told you this was a short episode. I'm kind of excited about it. Three things I really want all of you flower lovers to get good at this next year. Number one, your own signature design. Your go-to, easy, efficient, easy to deliver signature style. Number two, European hand-tied bouquets. Eat for a lifetime. Number three, trays. A staple for really good home decor, especially helpful if you like to update your decor for the season. Now, if getting good at these three things is important to you, consider doing a deep dive on them at flower school. Some of you are saying, oh, this flower school, I'm very curious about it. And I'll do an episode coming up here about all about flower school. But some of you are also saying, I do not have time for that. I have no time for anything extra right now. I am just like head above water and I just wanna know a little bit about flowers. Right on, awesome. Keep in mind, I'm gonna do some base teaching here on the podcast. And very often, I'll offer a deeper dive inside the flower school, but you will always be able to come here and learn something good. Whether you're here inside the podcast, whether you chime in on Instagram, or whether you join me at flower school, where you'll get the details, the step-by-steps, and the how-tos with a dose of really good, positive, can-do energy and mindset. Regardless of the level of learning you currently desire, you'll be inspired no matter where where you show up with me. You'll get some new ideas. You might be reminded of things you've done before that you really loved and then you want to do them again. Regardless of where you tune in, the goal is flower learning and more happiness because I do think the two go hand in hand. Okay, gang, that's it. Three things I really want you to know. Thanks for tuning into episode four. See you next time. Until then, happy flowering. Bye. Bye.